What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing excellent and taking care of yourselves. We've got Mr. Alien right here. Let him switch up his color a couple times. Make him look evil tonight, right? And we've got some addition to the wall. We've got some Beetlejuice, and we have the very first painting that I ever did about it. Dreadlocked alien, which seems to be very interesting considering the fact that we have these Peruvian face peelers that seem to be very similar to the Predator alien. So we'll see what happens with that. Of course, we have the Zen Zen Bigfoot right here for your viewing pleasure. He's meditating. Yes, yes, yes. We've got Crazy Dead Alien Kitty. Yes, yes, yes. And we've got the uh the wild man painted planter dog so got the you you <laughs> the unit lockdown universe up on the screen as well and given this new recording software a try it seems to be a little sketchy but i'm hoping that it'll stay true and hold on for the entire podcast so we're gonna check it out and try it out so for today's podcast i wanted to cover a really interesting story and see what you thought now there's lots of stories out there right ranging from these monoliths that appeared in 1977 in prospect kentucky to the flatwoods monsters of the of the 50s in, in west virginia the pascagoula <laughs> the, the the sites calling them the mummies hopkinsville goblins so on and so forth now, I did come across a really interesting one, and I I don't know if it's true. This page in particular is designed for uh, actual alien encounters. So I wanted to actually talk about this one in particular. It was really weird. It was called the Domestin Stink Blobs, okay? The Domestin Stink Blobs. Now, the reason you've never heard of Domestin is because it's in Sweden, and this event took place in 1958. This particular entity uh, looks somewhat similar to the 1957 Old Saybrook uh, entity in its size, but nowhere near in, it, in its appearance. The Saybrook uh, entity looked like this. Let's pull it up over here. I'll just kind of drag it over if I can. And pull it here, and then, and then we'll pull it up. Let's see if we can't pull it up for you. The Saybrook had like this rectangular head and very bizarre, you know, kind of like draped white dress. So I'm just going to give you just a peek at it here real quick. This is this is what it looked like, <clears throat> okay? But it, what we're talking about doesn't look like that. Um, it is smaller, though, and it it states... That it is from Sweden during, uh, let's pull up the time period. What, I don't know. 1958. Okay, 1958. Let's, let's pull up an image of this real quick here and just kind of show it to you and see what you think here. So imagine like a nerve center inside of a blob. So like some circles with some attached tentacles going to other circles and it just looks like like a, a bunch of nerve endings so if we pull this over you'll be able to take a quick peek at it if i can ever get it to come over see that's it's got some nerve endings and it's got this 
circle around it. it looks like an aircraft spacecraft behind it so that's kind of what we're looking at now this article states that stig rydberg and hans gustafen were driving through a thick fog at three in the morning uh two to three is the close encounter hour is what this article states on uh on the bogleach.com slash real aliens. If many of these cases are to believe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Most of these occur during 2 to 3 a.m. Okay? That's pretty common, right? We see, we see a lot of abductions occur during 2 to 3 a.m. Why? It's because that's the time when most people are sleeping. 2 to 3 a.m. is kind of the witching hour, right? They say 3 o'clock is, but, you know... Two to four is typically abduction time. So let's move forward here with this article. And here we go. So these these men uh, stopped to investigate a weird glow and discovered a 12-foot flying saucer surrounded by four bluish jelly bags, like in the picture, somehow jumping wildly around the object. So it sounds like this craft stopped, landed, and these jelly-like things are just kind of bouncing around with no apparent meaning or purpose. Um, It states that the men um, suddenly became attacked by these creatures, which latched on with their powerful suction... They were basically big jelly bags. So imagine just getting like surrounded by this muscular jello and just getting wrapped up and tucked up in this thing and you can't escape. It's like quicksand, you know. The men stood in shock <laughs> and uh, they tried to struggle free from their captors, but their arms only sunk into their slimy bodies. Uh, Rydberg eventually squirmed free from their grip and ran back to his car, began to honk on his horn, trying to get some attention or maybe scare these things off. It it caused the blobs to actually drop his friends and then, quote-unquote, shoot back into their saucer, which immediately took off. Now... They say after this event happened, both men felt ill for days later and could vividly recall the horrible stench of the aliens like ether, which I've never smelled before, or burnt sausage, which I don't know if burnt sausage smells horrible. Regular sausage smells delicious. Uh, Usually burnt meats, 
you know, sometimes can smell pretty good. So I don't know what ether smells like, but uh, they say it was had a horrible stench. Now, I'm surprised there's not more detail on this particular event. But if we kind of go and did I did a little bit of research. I tried to find the article where th this um, story actually came from because they said it was published in a Swedish newspaper. So when I did a little bit of research, tried to find the Swedish newspaper, I found the Swedish newspaper, but I didn't find the story. Um, and maybe it's because it's from 1950, what was it, 58, something like that. Um, yeah, 58. So you got to do your research. So it's in Domestin Kristianstad, Sweden, uh, is where this event took place. So... Did a little bit of research, couldn't find it, but you know what? Here's the thing. If you try to do research into an American newspaper and try to find an article from the 50s, you might be hard-pressed. You might have to go to the library. You might have to get it on microfiche, microfilm, and try to get your answers that way. So that could be the case. I did find a couple other locations where uh, this story was represented, Um and these, the rest of the stories on this page are legitimate stories, including the Flatwoods Monster and many, many more. So this story, you know, when, when these stories come from around the world, sometimes we just don't get enough info. We just don't get enough info. And so uh, we just kind of stuck with what we got. But it is fascinating to me personally that these stink blobs look very similar um, to other reported cases um, like the Pascagoula, <laughs> this one calls them, I think it calls them mummies. Um, <laughs> I call them marshmallow men. But they bear a pretty strong resemblance to, to those guys as well. That was a 68, 69 encounter. Um, so it was about 10 years later. It seems like these really weird, bizarre aliens that just are not humanoid at all really were around the time period of the 50s. In 60s, and then after that, after probably about the 70s, mid 70s, all we ever heard of was the grays, the grays, the grays, the reptilians, 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 praying mantis, you know, and then eventually the Nordics and, you know, some tall whites and things like that. Eventually, I think they kind of got their, um, their approval by the United States government to do work uh, with the government, and then therefore, you know, were able to do uh, and walk around the planet as they needed to. So here we have these aliens that look really terrifying, don't seem to be able to communicate with This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. With us, didn't seem to communicate with us telepathically, which is really interesting, right? Many bipedal, typical humanoid-looking creatures, whether they be reptilian or whatever, they are able to communicate telepathically. These entities, these jelly sack uh aliens from sweden uh the domston stink blobs <laughs> one of my favorite stories or favorite titles um 
you know, they didn't have a communication. They basically just tried to wrap their slimy bodies around Stig and Hans and tried to bring them into their ship, I guess. I, I don't know what their purpose was, but here's the really interesting thing, too, is that there was another encounter. If you look at my podcast entitled um, Space Cows, Space Cows, I think it's, I think it's, uh, what the, yeah, it's called What the Gel and Space Cows. That's the title, What the Gel. The reason it's What the Gel is because there was a jelly-like substance on this craft where uh, these, I think it was two or three individuals, men and women, were captured and thrown into this pool of jelly that they couldn't get out of. It seems as though there's this reoccurring story where there's jelly involved, and this jelly serves a purpose, whether it's to give their captives nutrients or to take information out of them or maybe some soul energy who knows but what was noticed during that particular event on that podcast was that people were terrified there were other people that were swimming while this other individual was was in this pool and they were drowning and they were just like breathing underwater but they were drowning it was very bizarre and they were like they were terrified but they also had seemed to have given up hope while this guy didn't give up hope and he was able to get out and then they basically brought him back and dropped him off on earth so very fascinating story it seems like these stink blobs might be similar to that maybe they were part of the jelly that was on the ship in the pool and they were sent off by these aliens to go out and grab a few people and bring them back it is interesting that this happened in sweden where it doesn't seem like they have a government conspiracy or at least a government agreement to allow for human abductions at a certain level whereas it seems like the american government does have that and it has had it since eisenhower and he's tried to warn us about it so it seems like maybe these aliens are starting to go off into other countries where there haven't been packs made but there's also no limitation on what they can take and what they can do now some some stories some reports say that these that all aliens need permission to come in and take human life and experiment on it. They have to have an agreement by the Intergalactic Federation. However, maybe that's not the case. Or maybe some alien species haven't abided by that. Or maybe that only happened in 69, while the aliens that were coming before 69 weren't bound by any contract or any treaty. They were able to just freely come in and take what they wanted. I don't know for sure, but I do think it's fascinating and it's interesting. So um, I think I am going to leave it at that. Let me see if there's any other pictures that I have um, of the alien stink blobs. I think that's about it. I'm sorry, the, the Domestead. Domestead uh, stink blobs. I don't think there's a whole lot of photos out there. Um, but we'll see if there's if there's any that I can drop real quick. I wanted to say a huge thanks out for everybody who has left a review, left a rating, um, you know, just given given your comments, given you know five stars, four stars, two stars, whatever you want to give on your podcasting listening uh, station or app, and then um, also you know just continue continue to contribute to the poll section and the comment section you know that's where we have our community we have people who engage we have people who uh, give their impressions of stories that we talk about um, so i'll continue to uh, bring up those um, 
the polls. Let me see if we can pull up the poll from the last podcast. We just dropped the Mr. Freeze this morning. I did do a recording on that one, a video recording. Unfortunately, for some reason, the video did not record. I'm using the same software today um, that didn't work yesterday, which may be a humongous fail. We'll give it a shot. And if it doesn't work, I'll go back to the other one. They're just trying to charge me extra money per month to do it. So I really don't want to do it, but we'll give it a shot. Um, so if there's any podcast stories that you would like us to do a podcast on, please leave your comment in the comment section. That's the only way we're going to hear from you. Um, I'm still waiting for people to comment on that particular uh, subject. People are commenting on others. So we'll see what happens. Um, as of right now, my system is a little bit slow, so I won't keep you guys. I will pull up the poll information tomorrow and uh, bring it to you. Oh, wait, maybe we got something here. Hang on. Hold your horses. Let's see if we got any any pollsters in this particular podcast for the from Mr. Freeze. Maybe we'll go back a little bit. Any pollsters? Any pollsters here? Put one in, I believe. Interact. Interact. Got to hit interact on, on Spotify. That's the main key there. Okay. No votes in the Mr. Freeze poll yet. Let's pull up the other ones. Do, 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 do. All right. So, who is in control of the moon? There were... Five, five answers to this one in the Black Monk Army episode. There were the options of selecting humans being in control of the moon, greys, reptilians, a combination laboratory of aliens, humans, and other nations, uh, and other. And 100% of the votes state that humans are in control of the moon. That is impressive. That is impressive. We're going to take, take a look at that and see if that's true. Uh, or, you know, see if we can find any other information to verify that and back that up. It seems as though, according to remote viewers, that there's a lot of different species in control or having bases on the moon. So it almost seems like a joint venture. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, let's take a look at the poll for um, the the pictures of the aliens of Voronezh. Um, and the question was, will we get disclosure on any aggressive alien encounters? And when will they happen? Answer one was yes this year or next year. And the second answer was yes in the next 10 years. And the <laughs> third answer was in the next 50. And the fourth was never. We've got a perfect split of yes within the next year and yes within the next 10 years see the thing about alien disclosure from the government is that maybe they'll give us a little bit of information here maybe they'll give us a little information there like they just dropped the bomb of of mars having a door uh on the planet them finding a door and them finding cracks in the soil that clearly shows that there was water at one point a water lake bed at one point basically telling us that there was something living there at one point. They're not saying it was 7-foot-tall, 10-foot-tall aliens that our remote viewers contacted back 
in uh, 84 underneath the CIA reading rooms document uh, written by Joseph McMonagall. But uh, Mr. Remote Viewer number one, 001, if you will, not 007. But um, they're stating that, there, you know, there was uh, individuals there or some sort of living life there. So the point is, are they ever going to give us any aggressive alien info right off the bat? Probably not. Maybe within 10 years when we need to know it. Or maybe never. Who knows? But the listeners here seem to think that it's going to be within the next year or 10 years. So that's good. Uh, so I'm going to let you guys go. Again, please follow, like, subscribe, leave a review. I love you guys for listening. Thank you so much. Hopefully this recording works out. If not, I'm going to have to sit up and make another one on uh, another system. Um, I'm recording backup audio, so that's good too. Fingers crossed. Um, take care of yourselves physically, spiritually, emotionally. Follow through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care of yourselves. And Lockdown Universe is out.